Hello and welcome. If you are here, it is because you have actually taken part and started your process of building your self-awareness via the free ebook that I have put out called How to Build Self-Awareness. If you have stumbled upon this recording somehow and you don't have access to the ebook, please click the link in the show notes and you can download the ebook right now. So what I want you to do, if you don't have the ebook in front of you, please pause, download the ebook and then come back and listen to the rest of the recording. How does that sound? Great. So if you have been working through the workbook and you are now at the point where we're talking about you know knowing what our toxic traits are and you could be thinking hmm I don't really have any toxic traits or I can't think of anything in particular so what I'm going to do in this short little recording I'm going to give you a few more examples of what are what's what toxic traits you may have yourself as an individual Now, a very common um, toxic trait that some people have is that they like to complain a lot. You know, they like to complain a lot as to why things don't work out. Um, You know, it could be many little things that could actually trigger somebody to just complain for no reason. Now, the thing is, unfortunately, most toxic people don't even realise how toxic they're being. But you have to understand that you know, our words, our thoughts are all energy. So if you are constantly putting out negative energy, whether it be through your words or your mind, chances are you're going to generate a very negative experience for yourself in your life. So that is something that you definitely need to try and curb rather than complain. You need to get into the process of knowing yourself. So if there's something that you that you know that you tend to complain about a lot, rather than complain about it, and before you actually utter the words, stop yourself and say, do I really need to complain about this? I'll give an example. It could be that maybe your children aren't doing their fair share of the housework. You can, can continue complaining about that or you can implement some new strategies in order for them to actually do what they need to do. So that's one example someone who is negative and pessimistic now I think we all know somebody like this and they may be as good-natured and as and and a really loving person but for some reason they will always find a problem for every solution so you know that friend who might say oh you know I'm just I I I'm just really struggling on the dating scene and all men are trash or what have you. And you say, okay, well, you know, why don't you try and do this? You know, you might suggest to them to try a new dating app. And they'll say, no, 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 because I heard that that particular dating app is, you know, it's got, you know, losers. So you say, okay, well, why don't you try and get out there a bit more, you know, socialise? Oh, no, well, I don't really want to do that because, you know, and then say that costs money and, you know, all men are trash anyway. If you continue to have a very negative and pessimistic and the glass is half empty view, that is exactly what life will give back to you, okay? So we need to make a point of trying to be a bit more optimistic. Being optimistic doesn't harm you and it doesn't kill you. Another toxic trait is somebody who always wants to be right and they're never wrong. Now I can admit, 
I thrived on being right. And even if I was wrong, I would try and talk my way round <laughs> to make the other person believe that I was at least somewhat in the right. Now, I have learned that the need to always be right is actually a very big factor in terms of self-esteem. And if you need to consistently prove to other people that you're right, it just generally means that, you know, you don't very think very highly of yourself anyway. Another toxic trait that someone could have is that they're always full of excuses. Excuses as to why they can't do something, excuses to why they can't fulfill an agreement or something that they've put in place. Now, you know, it could also be down to um, perhaps someone feeling like they can't progress. There's, you know, the, the, the system is against them, the world is against them. Now, more often than not, this is rooted in fear. You know, something has happened that has kind of shaken their core, made them feel like they aren't good enough. And therefore, because they feel like that, rather than actually trying to be a go-getter, they want to stay in a comfort zone. You don't want that to be you anymore. So if that is you, please list that down. Another toxic trait that I think many people may have and use subconsciously is manipulation. So in order to get what they want toxic people are willing to practically do anything you know on top of that they'll have no remorse whatsoever so manipulation is a favorite tool of toxic people as it gives them a chance to kind of exhibit their power and feel a sense of superior superiority towards others um and the ways you can kind of spot this is you know being nicer than usual um trying to coax the other person maybe even harassing them um, sometimes I'll use things like the sentimental card to make it look like, you know, you have hurt them when actually it's the other way around. Now, if this is you, sometimes we've sometimes manipulation um, has been embedded into us because it's been used as a survival tactic. So I don't want you to necessarily feel bad about your toxic traits. It's more about identifying them. So if you find that any one of these are applying to you, it doesn't make you a bad person. Identify it and then make the change. So another one is, you know, um, the type of person that likes to remind you of what they did for you. Now, um, this is usually wielded in, you know, in as a weapon in times of crisis. Um, you know, negative and toxic people love to make you remember what they did for you. Now, let's, let's turn this around. Sometimes we can be put in situations where we help out somebody or we help out maybe a group of people over a consistent amount of time and naturally it makes us feel a little bit superior. And with that, you know, if that is how you feel, there's definitely some work on the ego that you need to do. Um, but a technique to, and you know, in a way it's still manipulation, is to say, I did this for you, so you owe me something. You know, the, the, the giving isn't actually um, just done out of the goodness of the heart. It's used as a one-upmanship or, well, now you owe me. If that is your toxic trait, you are not helping anybody by being that way. You know, you're, you're, you're sooner going to lose friends and, and, and family by behaving in that manner. How judgmental are you? Um, you know, pointing the finger at someone else is way easier than pointing it at yourself. Um, 
And, you know, this is why people love to judge so much because it makes them feel better about themselves. Now, we all we all judge other people. You know, it's human nature. It's a very, very hard thing to kind of um, control. But, you know, if this is a toxic trait of yours that is affecting how you directly relate to people, then this is definitely something that you are going to, you know, work on ah being a perfectionist i often come across people who are starting new projects and you know um they will sit there and faff around over you know something so minuscule in comparison to the greater need of their business um and they use the excuse that they are um a perfectionist now in actuality Overthinking um, can hurt more than it actually helps you personally. Um, and perfectionism is is a way to kind of prove that they're right. And even if it's to themselves or yourself, um, because and they, I think perfectionists also believe that taking longer to accomplish a task will yield better results, which isn't actually necessarily true. Sometimes you just need to do it and worry about the perfectionism afterwards I know a lot of you are hearing me right now because I'm also speaking to myself when I talk about this so you're not alone guys trust me okay so that was just a few more examples I wanted to add on I couldn't include in the worksheet now like I said in the workbook if any of these apply to you you know, don't feel like you are a bad person. At the end of the day, we develop these traits because more often than not, we've been traumatized, we've been hurt before, something has happened in that has made us the way we are. And in order to build self-awareness, you have to pick yourself apart. And when I say pick yourself apart, I don't mean to beat yourself up, but you need to pick away these layers because ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to protect yourself, okay? Now, I hope this extra segment has been useful. If you don't already subscribe and follow Love Laid Bear, please do. Um, you can follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, any of your usual streaming platforms. Um, and if, again, you have not come here off the back of the ebook, please go to the show notes and download the link so you can work through the process with us. Now, remember, you are not broken. Okay? Self awareness is a life long journey and you will learn about yourself every single day if you are open to receiving the message thank you for listening take care